Welcome back, friends. Today, we're going to be talking about how to use creativity as a self-liberation practice. And this is probably one of my favorite topics to speak about. Even though on this channel, I do speak a lot about how thinking is the root cause of our suffering and how to alleviate the anxiety and just incessant inner critic that we all have within our minds. But once you're able to begin seeing through that illusion that you don't have to believe everything you think, that you can then find that there's this this new energy that you can create from. And usually when you're experiencing this newfound energy, whenever you stop any old habits, nature is very interesting. And whenever there's space created, which is what happens when you let go of a bad habit, just like negative thinking, there is space created and nature loves to fill voids. And so if you're not conscious about this new space that you created, usually what we do is we tend to fall back into our old habits or create new bad habits uh, to fill that space. But if you have just a little bit of conscious intention, you can channel that space into new habits, new forms of creation. And so that's what we're going to talk about in this video is once you're able to let go of a lot of what you're thinking and finding more peace in your life and more joy, more, ha more happiness, what do you do then? And what you can do is begin channeling this into making just a more expansive version of yourself to use it as a, like I was saying in the beginning, a self-liberation tool. We as humans, one of our favorite, I would say, natural inclinations is to just the pure desire to create. Um, I feel like most of us, we grow up thinking that we're not creative, um, unless you're already in that field. But if you're, if you didn't, if you didn't grow up as an artist, if you didn't grow up as a writer or poet or something of that nature, most of us just assume that we don't have those abilities, which is entirely not true. It's just, we haven't been exposed to the environment, which cultivates and facilitates that. And so, I mean, you can kind of see it towards the end of our lives, many of us really just want to create something. So we, we will tend to, after we accomplish a lot of these things that we want in our, uh, in our lives, in our professional lives, we'll then move to things like speaking or writing or some sort of art form or something like sewing or painting, drawing, all these different things, songwriting. And so there's a reason for that, but we don't really have to wait till the end of our lives to do that. So what you can also see this creative endeavor as is is a tool to help you express more of yourself there there's really nothing more fulfilling than finding ways to be able to express yourself and i feel like that's all what we're longing for in life at the end of the day is once we're able to accomplish or feel this sense of peace we we feel this desire to go out and to basically voice ourselves to put ourselves out there to create some sort of art that is an extension of ourselves. And that's why it's so beautiful um, in terms of looking at art or music or any of these things is that it's such a beautiful form of, of life. Um, and it really has a life of its own, whatever we create. So what I love to do is I would say once we're able to create that space, um, the first thing to really do is to, well, one makes space for creation. The only reason why most of us don't create something or really look within ourselves is because we don't make time for it. 
And so that's really one of my processes is to make space in the morning. Um, and that's when that's usually when I feel most creative. I believe most people feel most energized and creative during that time, probably about 30 minutes after they wake up, an hour after they wake up for about an hour or so. So I really carve out that time for myself to be able to say, I'm going to sit down and create something, whether it be art, music, poetry, writing, a video, it doesn't really matter as long as it's a way to express myself. And so if you're having trouble thinking of things like that, just ask yourself, what's your most favorite way in order to express yourself? And you can really think about the times that you were happiest when you were a child. Like, what were you doing that really felt very liberating, freeing, like you didn't have a care in the world, that really felt like you were, like something was moving through you to create something. So usually we have something like that in our childhood. If not, you can always try a bunch of new things and see what comes up. But usually if you follow your curiosity, you'll know what you want to create. And all art is, is just a culmination of a few of our interest. So for me, that's writing, but I really love poetry as well. And so I fuse that into what I'm doing. And I really love speaking and spirituality um, and psychology and just about the mind in general, the human condition. And so you can see how combining a lot of those interests that I have creates something quite novel. Um, you can call it original. Nothing's really original in this world. I mean, we're all stealing ideas from each other and all of these ideas are just wandering around and until someone picks it up and creates it. And so don't really feel bad for taking inspiration from things because that's what we're all doing as artists. We, we see something, we get inspired and it moves us and we capture that emotion and that's what we put into our art. And so once you're able to create space, the next step really is to really have no attachment to what you're making. And I see most artists or writers or anyone doing anything in this field, in, in a creative field, where we get stuck or blocked. And the main reason for that is that we're getting in our own way. And more specifically, how we're getting in our way is that we're thinking. And so as soon as we start thinking about our art or whatever we're creating, what happens is we create conditions. We say, and the duality of life, we say, oh, this is good or this is bad. I'm not as good as this other person or what I'm making is not as good as what I did before. All that stuff, like all that chatter is completely unnecessary when you're creating art because it's completely subjective. One day you could think whatever you made is bad and all of a sudden when you put it out there, people love it. Like you, you really have no idea of what's good or bad and so there's no reason to need to judge the art. And the only thing judgment does is actually cut off our source of inspiration. It cuts off our energy. Um, and so what I really invite you to do is to see if you can acknowledge and then allow that thinking to pass whenever you're creating something. And that really is a form is what meditation is, but you can use your art as a form of meditation, which is what some people do too. And so that's really how I live my life now is that I don't just meditate in the morning. Um, and a lot of times I don't even meditate anymore. And it's because what I'm doing becomes a meditation that whenever there's thinking going on in my mind of this is good, this is bad. I'm not good enough. Or why am I even doing this? Or I should be doing something else. All those, all that thinking, whenever I notice it, witness it and acknowledge it, then I can allow it to pass. That that literally is my meditation. So every single moment becomes that. And that's why I love art so much is because it can really train us to do that. And we can carry that throughout our entire day. And it doesn't even matter if we're creating something or not, we can keep that same mentality so that we can stay in that state of peace, joy, and love whenever we're going about 
in our day. And that's how you can turn the blissful feeling that you have during meditation for about 10 minutes into an entire day. And 90, 80% of your day can really be in that state versus the other way around where you feel bliss for 10 minutes and then we're in a state of anxiety for the rest of the 23 hours and 50 minutes. So that is really a simple two-step process. Um, it doesn't need to be more complicated like than that. And so I'll also dive into more details in other videos, for example, diving into my own personal creative process, which might inspire you to create your own. Um, but for now, I think that's that's really helpful in terms of those two steps. So one, creating space, and then two, just really being a witness to what you're thinking and letting, going, letting go of it in real time. Um, whenever you're doing that, creator, uh, that writer's block won't exist anymore. It only exists when we're thinking. And so if you create something and you're not even thinking about it, you're in a state of flow, there is no block anymore. So it only exists when we create it. So I would only add one other thing for now, which is when you're creating something, one of the things that changed my life was bringing the focus from the external into the internal. When I was creating something before, I would always think about the end result. Who am I going to impact? Uh, how is this gonna help me? How much money am I gonna make from it? What are the other people gonna think? All of that is external. And what that does is it siphons energy from us to, and it brings it to some, somewhere else. And so it feels disempowering. It feels tiring. It feels exhausting. And that's why a lot of times artists will burn out because of that. And all the energy is going away. But something that really can help is to bring the, the focus back to you to create unconditionally. And I talk about this in my first book, don't believe everything you think. And unconditional creation is creating without reason, without wanting something in return. It's truly an act of service where you're not thinking about who's who, even who you're going to impact, even though that's an altruistic motive. When you're constantly focused on who you're going to impact, how they can change their lives, that brings the focus out there instead of to you. And then your art becomes a means to an end. And that compromises the integrity of what you're making because you're trying to get something out of it, even if it is impact. But if you bring the focus back in for you and you make your art for you only, and it's just a pure form of self-expression, that is the most liberating feeling that you can have because that is truly unconditional. That's when you're creating from unconditional love. And that is extremely irresistible. It is so captivating because so few people create from that space where it's just, just an outpour of pure love. And so see if you can create something with that mindset where you're not trying to do something with it, trying to get something from it, even impacting or all that stuff. I, when I wrote my book, I didn't intend for it to impact millions and millions of people and to change their lives. I did have that, um, that intention before, and it was just so heavy because everything I did never lived up to that. I knew that I couldn't change as many lives as I thought I could. And so once I brought that focus back within myself and just said, I want to create this for me. And I want to express what wants to be expressed for no other reason than just that. And lo and behold, that's what happened to the book. And that's how it was birthed and created. And I mean, it resonated with me so much when I created just for myself that it resonated with other people too, because it came from that space. And so see if that helps, if that perspective will kind of kickstart or ignite that inspiration that you've been looking for within yourself. So if you really had 
no consequences, if you weren't thinking about other people, if you weren't thinking about the what you could get from what you would make or any of that, like what would you create? What would you make if, if no one would criticize you? If you didn't care about what other people thought, what would you make for you? And go make that now and just start small. You don't have to complete the whole project today. Just start small and see what happens and how you feel. Most important thing is take note of how you feel when you're creating from this space as opposed to the other where you're trying to get something from what you make. I love you guys very much and I'll see you guys in the next one.